Welcome to But Jesus Drank Wine and other stories that kept us stuck. I'm Mead. And I'm Christy. In this podcast, we'll explore the stories that kept us, well, stuck, wanting to drink and not wanting to drink all at the same time. Join us as we show you that freedom from alcohol does not have to mean a life sentence of misery and missing out, but actually means living an authentic life full of peace, joy, and purpose. Happy Monday, everybody. Hello. Um, We are back with part two of our listener question, and I'm just going to read it again. Um, If you haven't listened to last week's episode, this is obviously the second half of discussing this amazing question, which said, can you do a podcast on fitting in, girls' night out, feeling dropped, not wanting to go? I have no desire to go to our school auction in two weeks because I think it's going to be total debauchery, and I'm not going to be able to talk to anyone but I don't know anyone in real life who feels this way. So this is the second half of our answer and chat, if you will, to this question. We should talk about the, like, it's nice to be invited, right? Because I think that is a huge piece of this. There have been so many things, and I, that's actually, strike that from the record, it's totally not true. There's been a few things that I haven't been invited to, which where I was disappointed because it was a a friend that I used to always hang out with. But again, it was like a lot of drinks. It was a lot of drinking and mm-hmm. partying. And I was like bummed to then not like, you know, this person stopped including me. Yeah. And it, it hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings because there was other people that there that like I, you know, still hang out with, yada, yada. So it's always, it's nice to be invited. But like when I really sat with it, when I really, really sat with it, it was like, all the things we're talking about, like, did I really want to go? Like, if I was invited, if I was invited, would I really want to go? And like, the the answer to that question is no, because it's I like it's just a friendship that's been outgrown. I have a whole different situation now, and so it's okay. But there's still that sting of like it's For nice sure. to be invited, and I think we also have to acknowledge that. But. Again, come back to like, this is us growing. This is us being pruned. This is us being molded. Like, this is us figuring out who we are. This is figuring out who we want to spend time with. This is who we like figuring out how we want to spend our energy and our money and all the things, right? Like, we go for so many years when we're drinking, not living with intentionality. And then we're given the opportunity to live intentionally. And it's hard to figure out what that is, right? Yeah. So I would love real quick. Okay. I'm your coach and you are coming to me and you're like, okay, like I wasn't invited. I I wasn't invited to this thing. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. And I'm like, okay. So what are some of those, what are some of the stories that are going through your head as to why you weren't invited? Yeah. So I'm not going to play me here. I'm going to just play a a fictional person. Okay. Sure. So ask me again. So what are some of the stories that you're telling yourself about why you weren't invert, invited? Yeah, that person doesn't like me anymore. They don't want to spend time with me. They mm-hmm. don't like me anymore. Actually, maybe I am being me. I am being me. That person doesn't like me anymore. And it's because I'm not drinking. Bingo. And all of our friends, all of our things in the past were based on drinking. And therefore, this person only likes me because I'm a fun, fun party girl. Party girl, Christy. Yeah. Yeah. I hey, I so get that because I've had all of those same stories too. What else is possible? Those are great. Those are great stories. But like, what else is possible here? Yeah, what else is possible is that. Um, well, I'm pretty sure that all those things are actually true. Okay, 
And I'm not, and I actually, and I hear you, and I know that I'm a hundred, it's not a hundred percent to be true, but I do, I do feel like the truth is that they don't want me around because of who I am and what I do now. And so that, that's okay. That's okay. But what all, what is also true is they could have lost that dining room chairs at their table. <laughs> they tinted the trash out and accidentally scooped up one of the dining room chairs in it and it got put on the curb and now they have one less seat the dog deleted my phone number oh my gosh i love it um but you're well what i what i was kind of you know steering you towards was like what else yes those could those could all be real true things and you're saying like you're pretty sure that most of those things are true okay fine but like what else is possible there you didn't maybe even want to go anyway when well, you yeah, really exactly. and that's what you said yeah. you know yeah. or and then what else is possible it's not because you don't drink it's because you know like there are other things you don't know for a fact that those are the reasons like again yeah. like they could have scooped right. up the dining room chair by accident and put yeah. it on the street with on trash day so they don't have a chair for you but um but it's it's when we can ask those when we can when we can turn to that curiosity what we're noticing is there's a discomfort in what we're feeling when we're stuck at this place like i liken it to like in the wizard of oz like Dorothy's bebopping along down the yellow brick road and she comes up to the scarecrow and the scarecrow is like, have I used this before? Have you heard this? No, I'm just laughing at you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and she, uh, and, and the scarecrow is like, you can go this, some folks go this way and some folks go this way. You can go this way or that way. And Dorothy's like, where'd I go? Well, our, you know, our old automatic way would like have us going towards all of those like things that we just know for sure. So the haunted forest is filled with all of those, like, for sure, it's they don't like me anymore. It's because I'm a drinker and they don't want to do all of those things. Or we can say, hey, you know what? Even though I don't know this other way, this other path, I don't know what that leads to. I'm at least going to, like, explore, like, what are those other possibilities? And what it brings you to, noticing that discomfort that's there, discomfort when we have a conflict in thinking, which, by the way, is my favorite thing about my job as a coach is, like, and people are like, but like, what do you do? Like, what do you really do as a coach? I am trained in finding the conflict in your thinking. That is, that is what it, at the very bottom layer, that is what we do. We're trained in finding the conflict in your thinking because when there's conflict in thinking, there is discomfort. We're in that, you know, toddler brain. We're not in our, you know, upper smart lady brain. And so we're reacting to things. We're playing defense. We're not intentionally choosing. We're not, we're unconsciously maybe choosing something, but we're not intentionally choosing something. And so we're at the scarecrow and we're like, what else is possible? That's my favorite thing is helping someone find mm-hmm. what else mm-hmm. is possible. And that's something through coaching we learn how to do for ourselves. So then we can say, oh, wait, mm-hmm. I'm so worked up about not being invited to this thing. And what I've, what I've gotten to is that I actually don't want to, Mm-hmm. I don't want to go anyway. Oh my gosh. Boom. That is, yeah. but it takes a lot to get to that point. And I don't mean to like make it so like it's simple or easy because it's not. Um, I teach a little method that I goes along with it. When you have an emotional charge, when you feel discomfort, when you feel like that conflict in thinking and you're not totally sure what it is, you've got to get into that smart lady brain so that you can see it for what it is. So you, so I have a method, it's called peace, P-E-A-C-E. And it's, the first one is pause. You pause and then E is exhale. Connect to your breath. Like that is first and foremost, you're in that place of charge and swirl and your mind's going. Like pause, take a breath, exhale, connect to your breath. And then A, allow, allow for 
the discomfort that you're feeling. Allow for the stress and the tension that is holding. I want to go to the auction and I don't want to go to the auction. I want to continue in growth, but I'm, I, but I also am kind of sad about leaving this life behind, even though I know that life has nothing for me anymore. Like allowing all of that to be there, giving yourself permission to feel it all. And then we can move into C, which is consider. Consider what are the stories and what are the other possibilities? And then mm-hmm. E is engage. Find something to, you know, take from there and, and do a tiny, a tiny new action. But I think this is the reason why this is so such a big topic is because we can like plug it into so many different yeah. things. This just it just happens to be about this one here. And so the more that you can see how your mind is working in all of this, the the better equipped you are to moving through this. Yeah. And I think that we should just circle back really quick to the C really, really quick because when we are considering like what else, mm-hmm. what is also true, it's good to know that like when we're talking about anybody else but ourselves, like we are not, we can't actually land a hundred percent on truth when it comes to somebody else. Yeah. Right. And even with yeah. ourselves, like it's up in the air of how we feel about different things. And so that's the thing, right? Like what else, yeah. what also is true about the way that that friend is now considering whether they invite me to a party or not is probably a million different things. But I, like what like push comes to shove bottom line i don't know any of that to be true and so why in the world am i going to spend my precious god-given time energy and or sometimes tears on yes. on this on this situation when i don't even know what's going on in that girl's head right like i don't yeah. even know what's going on in that, in that girl's head and we cannot we cannot like engage in order to please other people, right? Yeah. I've said this a couple times this week to to clients who are worried about, you know, going out and not drinking with friends and, and yada yada. And it's like, I was just going back to when in my drinking days and like there would be nights when I would be drinking, but I would still disappoint people because I wasn't drinking enough. Yes. Or stay out late enough. Or I didn't want to do that next shot or I didn't want to wear that next bottle. I mean, not all the not not all the time. Usually, I was down for all the bottles and all the shots. But usually, I was I, driving the train too. Yeah, um, but my point is, it's like drinking, not drinking. How much? It doesn't. You're you can't face your actions, especially when it's on drinking a highly toxic, highly addictive substance on what other people are going to think of you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So so good. Responding to the heartfelt requests from you, our wonderful, wonderful listeners for a deeper sense of community. We are so excited to introduce y'all to the But Jesus Drink Wine community. Get ready to be part of an exclusive experience where you'll join a sisterhood of kindred spirits on a transformative journey of faith, sobriety, and personal growth. You'll gain access to our private community, a place where deep connections can flourish among women who share your aspirations of strengthening faith in Christ and breaking free from alcohol. But wait, there's more. We'll host regular connection calls to facilitate fellowship with like-minded gals, no matter where you stand on your alcohol or faith journey. Whether you're seasoned or just curious, you are very warmly welcomed here. Prepare to be inspired by guest expert sessions and engaging Q&As that explore the essential topics for your sobriety, faith, and holistic wellness journey. Don't miss out on securing your spot. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. We can't wait to see your beautiful face in the But Jesus Drank Wine community. And that's where I think that 
recognizing where you are in this process and allowing yourself to be. So like in the C, the consider, it opens all those possibilities. And before that is the allowing, allowing for whatever it is, whatever it is you're thinking, allowing for whatever it is you're feeling. It is all valid. It is all okay. And it is part of the process. And I mean, you can you can take it back to like when you were, you know, stuck in the conflict of maybe, I mean, this is where I found myself so much was like, I want to drink and I don't want to drink. So like it, it, it's rinse and repeat. Basically, you move into the next. So you find freedom from alcohol and you move into that next space where it's like, well, I want to be still friends with these people, but I don't want to do the same kinds of things anymore. I, you know, maybe I've outgrown this space. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's it's the same thing as before, allowing yourself to like look at all the angles and 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 feel what you're feeling and also to get, you know, curious about what else is possible and what else it makes room for. I was thinking about my trip to to Israel beginning of last year. That was something that I didn't have like Todd wasn't going to go with me and there weren't a lot of people my age signed up for this trip. And so I was really going, my mom went, but I didn't really know a full, I mean, there were like, I think 80 of us. And this was a more uh, mature group of our, of our church that was going. And there was this part of me that's like, gosh, like I'm going all the way over here and I don't have like a buddy. I don't have a friend that I'm doing with someone my age or, you know, like who's calling home and checking in on the kids like I am or whatever. And there was some discomfort in that. I didn't have like that, the knownness of I've got my person or, you know, whatever. And I, and I get there and what I experience in that I have walked away with these amazing friendships with people in my church that I have seen and I have been around a million times, but because there wasn't a, you know, an opportunity for me to hang out with them and get to know them before that, prior to that, they're not people that I had a lot of interaction with. And now I have these amazing friends that are not my age, but are so wise and help me with so many things. It's like if I hadn't been willing to step mm-hmm. into that new and that uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. do it a little bit differently, then I wouldn't have gotten that experience that now my mm-hmm. kids are like, seriously, mom, do you have any friends at church that are your own age? Like, because <laughs> I've got my older, my older or more mature friends. And I, I love the, the young moms too, the ones that are like, you know, behind me. But that, like, if I hadn't been willing to step into those uncomfortable places where I had some space and some cushion to expand, then I wouldn't have the abundance that comes with, you know, the benefit that comes with knowing these other people. And that is what is possible. And that is, hey, look how it brought us together. You and I, like, I'll go back to that. You and I would have gotten into so much trouble together (laughs) based on our stories. Um, It's a good thing we didn't meet before. But the Lord mm-hmm. brought us together in a way that you are someone that helps you point me to Jesus. You have my best interest. You are a friend for me where you're looking out. You're pushing me to grow and, and pushing me to, you know, step into to my best, the, the way that God has created me. Like I, it's given me recognition for how important and how valuable that is to me that allows me to then think about it and put it into like other contexts too with with friends. And I think that's the really sweet part of this discomfort slash discovery place that our dear sweet reader friend is in right now. So. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. And it's hard to be the first mover, right? Like it's it's hard, it's hard to be the first one who is feeling like this in real life where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the thing because it's just going to be a total and complete like debauchery, you know, yeah. mess of a situation. And 
And it's so, so hard to be the first person to say that. But this, as soon as you do, and I'm not saying you have to come out like I did on social media. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm no longer a drinker, everyone. <laughs> but as soon as people start getting like getting the the idea that that maybe you don't drink and you do different things instead right that then that like first of all like opens the door to great connection but it also serves as a way to like help other people and give them permission to a not drink and b not to go to the gala regatta gala um you know and so it's just but but it is difficult being the first but the longer you go, the more people that you'll meet. And 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 I have been so surprised, so surprised by my own circle of friends, like on both sides, right? The one that like lost my dinner and the ones that I was... I that was, visual. That I was certain was that lose my dinner chair and yeah. then showed, showed up at a party and ordered a mocktail and said, I just stopped drinking because you stopped drinking. And I was literally almost yes. all over, you know? Mm. You just don't know. You just don't know. Again, like going back to like, we don't know what is in anybody else's heads, right? Like, we just don't know. And it's hard to be the first. It's hard to be the leader. But it goes it goes against, right? Like one of the parts of the question is like wanting to fit in. It's like we're actually not supposed to fit in. Like, are we yeah. supposed to fit in or are we supposed to stand out? Like, I know God calls us sheep to follow him, but in, we're actually not supposed to be like sheep in the way that we're talking, having this conversation, right? Like, yes. we're actually supposed to be light and we're supposed to be leaders and we're supposed to shine for for him and be different and be set apart. Like, that's what the Bible says. And I wish I had verse references right now, but I don't because I'm just yeah, free, free basing. I love <laughs> over here. Oh, my gosh. Free basing over here. Um, not on drugs, just on, on words. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're supposed to be different. Like, we're supposed to be different. And we're not supposed to fit in. And this is part of the growing. It's part of the growing is, like, feeling okay with not fitting in. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. Jumping, you're jumping yeah, I'm like, again. Go. I know. I'm sorry. I will control myself or not. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. We're in the sense of, like, following, following, following Jesus is where we follow and leading others to Jesus is where we lead. And so it does take sometimes us being maybe the first of a, a peer group or whatever, living differently in the freedom from alcohol space too. Like as a non-drinker, it, y'all, it is so countercultural to live with a, no thanks. I, I don't drink and I haven't had anything to drink in almost mm-hmm. five years and I have no desire to drink. That is mm-hmm. so countercultural. And I was the biggest slave to fitting in before my, I found freedom from alcohol. Like I, and we're wired to, to want to belong. Like that's, you know, God has wired us to want to be a part of, you know, community connection, whatever. The fitting in part is something that like really kept me stuck for so long to where now I'm the fact that I, I do live differently. It's, it's so cheesy, but it's so true. Like it is a superpower, but it didn't happen overnight. And, mm-hmm. and now there's a confidence in that and there's an, cause there's a freedom and you don't ever want to go back to the comfort of before when it was like, no, I just want to fit in. But I will say it's not a place that like we could go with a, with a tiny Tina for today. And this is something that I find in my coaching when there is a conflict in, in thinking. A lot of times it's like we have this idea of this thing that we want. Like I want to fit in or 
I, you know, I want to be a normal drinker or I want to, um, you know, whatever it is. But as soon as we like, you know, pause, breathe, allow for what we're, you know, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, all of that to happen, we can look at like, well, what does, we can ask questions like, what does fitting in actually mean? Like, what does fitting in mean to you? Where have you, when have you fit in before? What does that look like? And how would you know if you have achieved fitting in? So if it's like, I want to fit in or I want to be a normal drinker, as an example, it's like, well, how will you know when you've achieved those things? It's like getting curious and stepping back from that. That's when you see that really fitting in is maybe something that just like with the, you know, the party invitation, not being invited to something. It's like we can get so set on like, but no, I like I, I'm sad that I wasn't invited. Well, maybe. But also, did you really want to be invited? And mm-hmm. I so want to fit in. I don't want to miss out on that. Or do, do you really want to fit in? And with whom? Who, like, where are those places? Otherwise, we can get stuck in that endless hustle of the doing the things and getting the things, buying all the house decor that I didn't have any desire to have until I saw that it was possible. And then I, you know, my mind went to, oh, I don't have this. Knowing that little like trap of the mind and how it sticks us in, in those habit loops, like it's, it, it doesn't have to be that way. So get curious. If fitting in feels something like I don't want to live counterculturally and there's a fear there, it's calling it out, putting it on paper. What does fitting in mean? Mm-hmm. When clients put that out on paper or they process that through with me, they end like we did with the little role play where it's like, well, no, like I didn't even want to be invited. Okay. So no longer, there's no longer any conflict. Yeah, I was just looking up because I love the Romans 12 2 verse, but mm. I like mm-hmm. love it so much in the message translation. So I'm just going to read it because, oh, please. I put, I put it in the book so much that my editor's like, you've got to stop using the same verse. And I'm like, but this is the verse. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it mm. without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down. God brings out the best of you. Romans 12 to the message. And I just like love that translation so much because of everything it says about fitting in and not living according to culture and not living according to the world, but like living differently, living differently. (laughs) And that just like spawned the thought in me. Like when we are living by culture, it is outside in, meaning it is changing us on the outside, but it's changing us on the inside or we're living mm-hmm. outside, you know, with our eyes on the outside things, the world, it's changing on us, us on the inside in a bad way versus mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's what stuck me in the low grade irritability and the miserable and the like, you know, the hustle and the all of that stuff. Whereas this is inside out transformation. Mm-hmm. I'll end with this too. Okay. I promise I'm going to end with this. I promise, promise. This is it. You were talking about like the room that we make in this in this kind of like season where we're in, where we're like, okay, like who are my people? And maybe I've outgrown these these people and and whatever. When we're making that room, that's where I found delicious, amazing reconnection to the Lord in a way that I have never experienced in my entire life. And so yeah. I yeah. can't help but wonder if that was part of part of that pruning process. It, you know, in kind of reworking social social groups and things like that was he was drawing me near to him. And I had to kind of like step away from all of that in order to be fully dependent and yoked to him so that I could have that inside out transformation that then allows me then to step into the outside going, 
who do I want to be friends with and who are, you know, what is important to me and how do I want to live with an intention? So I'll yeah. just land it with that. I love that so much. And I just want to like close this out by saying if you gals have questions or like something that you want us to chat about or do an episode on, please reach out to us and um, you can send that to us at either one of the links in the show notes or you can DM us or anything like that. But then also, and when one more plug for the community is that you get to talk about whatever you want to talk about with us in the room in this amazing new thing that we're starting on February 20th. So head to the show, show notes for all the info and we're excited to meet you. And hear your ideas. Like, how would you answer these questions? Yeah. Like, it's so fun to riff on these. Like, we love, love, love getting reader questions. So if you're like, oh, I don't know, are they really going to, I don't know if I should do that. Please send we us the question. That. Yeah, we have answered we love single it. reader question. And we will continue to answer every reader question. And if we haven't gotten to a reader question yet, we're getting to it. It's on our list. Don't worry. And because our listeners are just beautiful, intelligent people, I cannot wait to get into the community with them and hear about their experiences with these things. So this is a fun one. All right, ladies. We will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. You can find all of our episodes at butjesusdrankwine.com and make sure you follow us over on the gram at Love Life Sober with Christy and Mead at I'm Not Sober, I'm Free. To learn more about what we do, you can visit our websites at meadhollandshirley.com and lovelifesober.com. Take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with a friend or two. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't have to worry about missing a single episode. And if you love what we're doing, please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. This helps more women who are feeling stuck and alone in the overdrinking cycle to find hope and encouragement. Thanks, ladies. We so appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.